Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Matcha Diaries. As per usual, <laughs> at the moment it's just me, Leo, and if this is the first episode you're listening to of our podcast, then don't fret, don't worry. Uh, it's normally not just me, it's normally me, Leo and Cara. And Cara is currently still let's say, out of office. Um, she's doing much more important things right now. Not that the podcast isn't important, but you get what I mean. But she will be back. And if you want to listen to an episode where both of us are there, um, we've got, I think, like 80 episodes or something where it's the two of us. So definitely give those a listen. But otherwise, um, you've got me today. And I'm currently in Italy. I'm gonna just set the scene. Yeah, I'm in Italy. I'm visiting my boyfriend at the moment for the week and I was in Paris which I must have talked about in like last week's episode I can't remember really everything is a blur and I have no idea what I'm even going to talk about in this episode um but yeah I'm in Italy right now for Marco's graduation which is very exciting and I wonder if you can hear the background noises one thing I'm noticing about Italian summer is that there is a lot of noises everywhere so I don't know what you call them in English but in German, we call them grillen, like the, the, the little insects that make like the the noise that you hear everywhere, like this like chirping sound. I can hear them really loudly now, actually. And also, it is so hot; it's crazy. Like even at night, it's it's thirty one degrees, um, which is too hot for my personal preference. Let's just put it that way. I completely understand now why Italians take basically all of August off and also do siestas and all shops are closed at lunchtime because it's simply too hot to really do anything but like be inside with air conditioning or at the beach or at a pool or be eating ice cream. Um, that's that's just my, my personal point of view. And But yeah, this episode, because I've just come back from Paris where I spent an incredible three and a half days with a group of my girlfriends I think we were six in total we were supposed to be seven but in one of our friends flights unfortunately got cancelled so seven girls no six girls um our seventh friend was clearly in my mind there with us but yeah we were six girls on the trip and it made me think about female friendships and my thoughts on them but also kind of how my relationship to the females in my life has changed over the years so I thought I'd kind of do an episode on it I asked you guys on Instagram to give some of your thoughts as well and like some questions like like we always do it you know so gonna be also going through those and and have your input into the episode but uh before I kind of go into that I thought we'd do classic highs and lows I think highs or maybe I do lows first because my lows are kind of dumb um but it's like such a summer low I always get loved by mosquitoes too much I don't know what it is about my blood it must be really sweet I don't know what it is or like whatever mosquitoes love but I kid you not I probably have over 20 mosquito bites on my body I got them all like within the last 48 hours First, I got some on like our Paris. We did like a an evening tour on like scooters through the streets, which was so cool. And then the other ones I like all got within the space of a couple hours yesterday evening. 
in Venice because obviously there's also like a lot of water you know it all makes sense but I literally have so many mosquito bites and they've all like accumulated on like specific spots I think I've got like five on either arm I've got two no I've got three on my neck I've got again like at least four to seven on my legs it's just it's just so itchy and it's obviously not the end of the world I have mosquito bites every summer but this year this one's like they're particularly bad and they're really itchy and there's just like not a single part of my body that doesn't itch so I'm just you know struggling through it and then I bought some really uncomfy shoes yesterday and I decided to I mean I didn't know that they were uncomfy obviously they were like sandals because I I thought that I was gonna need some like sandals just to take with me for like the graduation because I only bought some like heeled shoes so I just bought some like quick sandals I could like slip on and I was like oh they're gonna be like comfier so I thought I'd just wear them for we went for dinner yesterday uh, in Venice and turns out they're actually the worst shoes I've ever put on my feet and they like basically rubbed me open so now I have like stupid plasters on and every single apart from my Birkenstocks but even my Birkenstocks hurt with um with now like the new my my new um marks on my feet so I mean it's literally complaining on such a minor level but I'm like girl I'm gonna have to walk quite a bit and in heels for Marco's graduation tomorrow and I'm also gonna be looking like I have weird hives on my body because I also kind of have like an allergic reaction to mosquito bites so they always swell up um so yeah that's that's just like some some fun little boring background for you guys if you want to have like a mental image of me with two plasters on my feet and just covered in in insect bites so that's really amazing so fun so fresh so um moving on to potentially better topics less less weird topics of conversation my high I mean obviously being in Paris has to be a high it this trip I mean I've been to Paris let me think this was my fourth time being in Paris and every time I feel like I see a slightly different side to Paris I really do love Paris I think it is such a beautiful city like like it's just objectively extremely beautiful for the most part and it has like a a romance to it I especially love I think my favorite area was by the canal it was called St. Martin again you guys know I'm horrible at remembering names of things but it was the St. Martin canal I'm pretty sure St. Martin I think it's called and that area was amazing like I think it's pretty local we got the recommendation off one of um my friend's friends that is French and everyone just hangs out there with like wine or beers or you can even grab like takeaway food and yeah it was just absolutely beautiful and even like around there there's incredible vintage shops there's also we did a lot of shopping let's just put it that way we also I want to do a haul on Instagram when I'm when I'm back in London um but I, I got quite a couple of things so yeah, there was amazing vintage shops in that area as well and like cute little boutique stores. And then my other favorite area or um is Montmartre where we actually stayed. Obviously the the central square is like super touristy. But the the kind of streets around it I actually really enjoyed. And again, there's um Emma Chamberlain's like favorite vintage shop in Paris is is in Montmartre as well. So we went there on our last trip when we did a girls trip to Paris last 
March or April we went and we went again this year and it's it's really good and, and so so affordable for like really cute pieces that you can find and in general I found Paris quite affordable which is surprising so the the transport and even the food like we went to some incredible dinner places and maybe I can do a a roundup of like some of my favorite dinner places we went we went to a really cool like vinyl it was it was small plates and wine which is such like a a London thing I feel like (laughs) it's very TikTok girly vibes but it was really cool because they played live vinyls and the food was incredible like for both veggies and non-veggies and then at night it like turned into this bar slash club kind of environment like still with with just the vinyls being on the being DJ'd and that was yeah that was so so fun wait let me quickly find find the name of this because I keep giving recommendations oh I remember it it is um bambino bambino and that was really really cool and that area had a lot of like good bars in as well okay enough of um Paris and and kind of talks about that I really yeah I had an incredible time and we saw the Eiffel Tower sparkle again we didn't go to the actual Eiffel Tower we my friends are like TikTok fiends and, and queens and they know exactly what research to do. So um, all of our restaurant recommendations and bar recommendations and this recommendation, which was just to like a specific street to watch the Eiffel Tower from, they all came from, from TikTok. So thank you, TikTok. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with these TikTok recommendations because I feel like they obviously make things really overcrowded if they do well and if they blow up. But at the same time, they do obviously help when you're going to a new city to find places that maybe are a bit more local and to get a bit more niche recommendations. Because to be honest, I do not trust TripAdvisor or Google reviews because we also had a, a like we had one kind of not bad experience, but like not so great experience. And it was like really highly rated on Google and actually like quite heavily recommended by people. And it was just, yeah, it was not great. So I feel like sometimes, I mean, again, any recommendation is always going to be hit or miss. So, but if you're going to a a new place, I can recommend doing a deep dive into TikTok research and and just kind of going for it and maybe checking out the accounts to see if like the vibe of them you kind of like and and you feel like you can trust them. Because yeah, that definitely served us really well. So, and then now obviously high is that I'm in Italy for Marco's graduation. I'm really excited and we're going to the jazz festival like on a road trip to Umbria after so I'm just really excited I know I'm gonna be really proud oh and we had our two-year anniversary yesterday so that's where we also went to the to a really really beautiful dinner and it's actually been a while since I've been like in in Venice because he lives a bit outside so to me I think Venice is just maybe the most magical city I have ever visited I think it's so yeah magical is the best word I can use to describe it. And I just posted about this on Instagram, but I learned a new Italian word today, which makes me very excited. It is gazata and Italians, please excuse my pronunciation, but it basically you use it normally in Italian, I think just to say when you're like really, really excited about something. Like I think, I mean, Marco used it to descri- to like tell his mom that he was excited about a present he was getting as she was getting him for his graduation I have never like I don't think he uses it very much but he explained it to me and he was telling me that it 
means literally sparkling. Like you also say that water, you know, sparkling water would be like, you know, water gazato or gazata. I'm not quite sure. Um, but I just thought that was the sweetest word. Like you are so excited, you're sparkling. And I just, I love the expression. I want to use it more. So I'm deciding that I'm going to uh, imbue it into my English vocabulary because I just think it's so cute. So, oh, also I got Taylor Swift tickets. How, how cool is that? I was very, very gazata about that today. Um, I was literally on a high. I was like in different queues for around like two to three hours today. And then I got tickets for Amsterdam. So if anyone's also going to the Taylor Swift concert, uh, 4th of July next year in Amsterdam, let me know and we should all go together because, uh, one of you guys already messaged me on Instagram that you're also going to that concert with your friends. So it would be so cute if we could all go together. Maybe we could have some drinks before or like after, I don't know, or do something together. How, how cute would that be? So cute. Okay. I feel like I've rambled quite a lot already, but I, I feel like it's also necessary. Like I need to catch you guys up on what's been happening and yeah, that's it that's that's what's been happening you guys know now and now let's get into the female friendship topic okay so i maybe want to start off by giving a little bit of intro or background to like my relationship with female friendships up till this point, I have to also caveat that I really haven't prepared this episode. So this is all just like whatever is coming to my mind. All I've got in front of me is is pictures of what you guys have sent in. Um, but basically, I like for most of my life, I always had individual female friends, and I really struggled to be part of like a group. I did have certain groups in school, but I don't know, there was something that like never quite felt supernatural in them or I always felt like I, uh, I don't know how to put this, but like I almost had to compete for attention or, or I was worried about being liked or being less liked within members of the group or being less popular within the group or yeah it's almost it's a weird thing to describe but I think for a lot of the time I felt more pressure within when it was in group settings especially and I mean this is still me today I definitely like thrive more in smaller settings versus like in a massive group I really enjoy like more in-depth like it doesn't even have to be one-to-one could be like in a smaller group but I I really enjoy more intimate conversations and I think sometimes like the group dynamics didn't fit me in the best possible way and I think that yeah female female friendships were really important for me growing up I didn't really have like that many male friends I would say in school but I also don't know if they always brought out the best in me if that makes sense I had some really toxic friendships as well that I'm I think definitely we have spoken about on the podcast before like where like a friend for example was like jealous of me and I only found that out afterwards and in retrospect it you know made sense of a lot of her behaviors and 
I saw that one of you guys also kind of wrote something in like that, but I've also had a friend. Mm, I mean, that same friend, like, I don't know how to put this in a delicate way, but kind of threatened to hurt herself if we stop being friends. And, but at the same time, treat me in a really like hot and cold way. So like not invite me to things or that where I was like supposedly her best friend or I remember she'd just like ignore me for weeks at a time um, and then afterwards say that it was because, you know, someone had like hugged me first or yeah, I think she was, but again, I think that often like stems out of jealousy and obviously she just maybe wasn't, like we clearly weren't meant to be friends and, you know, so I think I definitely relate to not always having the best experiences and then I was in a different friendship group and I also experienced girls kind of breaking girl code or I remember one of my supposed friends like told the guy I had a crush on that I had a crush on him like clearly to humiliate me um because I mean I didn't even know the guy so it was just a bit it was I remember I was so so embarrassed so I I saw that one of you guys yeah sent in the highest highs are with female friends but sometimes the lowest lows and I so relate to that like I remember in high school having certain kind of blow up fights with certain ones of my friends and god they were the worst like I think because they're so the foundation of I feel like who you are like your friendships and they really are what makes you feel stable I think when those when you go through rough patches or when you go through fights those also rock your core like nothing else but then again on the flip side I've also especially since realizing what I want more and setting more of my boundaries and to be honest just like being less afraid to like be myself and yeah stopping to mask myself so much like I think I was I've spoken about this again a lot of times before but I think I was almost so people pleasy and and so desperate to like be liked that to be honest I probably wasn't that likable <laughs> like you know because I think that you can you can sense that in someone and I think that once I got to uni and yeah I think that's when I started attracting more people that I mean like Kara for example that I really felt like I could be myself with I also had like a really I have a very like some close friends from school that I that I still really appreciate and I feel like that's like a whole other level of friendship when they've seen you go through like the worst of times you know they've been with you for such a long time and I think that's also a really special bond if you're able to grow with people from school and then still be like almost like you grow in parallel and you maybe don't talk every day but when you do see each other it's so special because you've come from that like high school teenage self you know um but yeah for me definitely was like during uni and then after uni more than anything where I started developing really strong female friendships I think Kara was yeah Kara is one of my I mean she's the most special female friendship that I have just because it feels like she's more of like a sister to me than anything else and I know I think she's also the friendship that taught me that you can feel really secure in friendships and you don't have to be 
worried all the time whether they like you or not or whether you know their feelings towards you are going to change and to trust that a friendship is truly reciprocated and, and that love that you have and that's really special and since kind of moving to London I feel really grateful because I feel like it all started from like one of my uni friends who then introduced me to one of her friends and then in turn that friend introduced us to other friends of hers that she had and that's how kind of like the current constellation of my kind of the first female friendship group I've I truly have ever been a part of I feel like where it feels like this is a genuine group of incredible women I like deeply admire and I guess that's where I'm currently at that's also the group that I went to Paris with um, two of the girls I live with, Vesh and Ali, they've been on the podcast before. And uh, yeah, they're just so special to me. Again, they've they've taught me how it's possible to be so comfortable with other women and that there doesn't always have to be a compet- like a competitive edge to fighting for someone's love or feeling like you have to hide certain flaws of your personality before them and instead friendships can really also accept you and show you how you're deserving of love and I think in some instances like men and romantic relationships I think for a long time were almost like a a comfort zone like a safety blanket for me because Sometimes that almost felt easier than maybe the vulnerability and depth that certain female friendships have. And like, and that's also something I learned over time is that true female friendship is born from like real vulnerability. And I think I had to experience that first before I was almost able to open myself up to real romantic love as well. Because that first trip, for example, that we went to the Canary Islands and where I met Marco. But first and foremost, that was a trip where I formed like incredibly strong female friendships and also a strong relationship to myself and like healed a lot of aspects in my past that I feel like I needed to heal from. So not saying that one trip cured it all, but, you know, I feel like sometimes there's specific small moments which feel really monumental and they're obviously just a part of kind of the bigger journey but I think yeah that trip did a lot for me which is mad that's why I like talk about it so much you're probably all sick of hearing of it by now um but yeah so now I'm in I feel like a really unique point in my life now where I do feel very lucky to be surrounded by so many incredible women and it's it's really mad because we all do different things like most of us are all in completely different industries we're also mainly mostly in like different stages of relationships like some of us were are single some of us are now in relationships at the beginning when we kind of all came together um most of us were single so again it's also interesting to see how like different stages of life you know you enter together and you kind of plan futures together and and that's also really sweet and special and actually a lot of you guys have kind of mentioned judging or you know how to be able to not be competitive with females or not see them as competition or also kind of to avoid jealousy 
And I've definitely, again, I've definitely experienced this in past friendships. Like I, I can think of one specific friend that I had in high school where I just thought she was like absolute perfection. And I compared myself so much to her in a way that like wasn't healthy because because I was different to her and because I looked different to her and I acted different to her and I admired her so much I felt like because I was different and she was so perfect in my eyes that must mean that I wasn't perfect or I was you know less good than she was and it really yeah it really made me struggle with like my self-esteem and even how I acted when she was around because I always felt like I was like comparing myself subconsciously and I think I'm getting to a point now where I'm not saying it's always easy because even like with my friendship group now again because they're all such incredible women and I look at them and I'm like fuck you guys are beautiful intelligent successful and again all have like their really unique personalities it's not that I don't have moments where I don't compare myself to them because I'm not going to lie, that sometimes still does happen. But especially on this trip, I'm really trying to reframe it or I was really trying to reframe it to, wow, look at these amazing women I admire and how incredible that I get to be, that I get to call them my friends and isn't that also a reflection of me and who I am that these are the women I get to call my friends because surely that must mean that I also have something just as unique to offer to them and that they must see something similar in me as I see in them because we've chosen to call ourselves family within friends you know because I do think that friends are your chosen family and you really do become who you surround yourself with. Like I have witnessed my mannerisms change, my accents change, what I like change because of my friends. And I don't think that's a bad thing if you like who you surround yourself with. It's the same thing with like, don't accept criticism from people that you wouldn't go to advice for. And I think it's, you know, if you trust and admire your friends, then you can be almost proud of their accomplishments and and celebrate their successes as your own because it's almost also a reflection of you and I think that's how I really am choosing to see it from now on like we're just all growing and succeeding together and in parallel I think it's also often more difficult to see it that way if maybe you feel like they're succeeding in an area where you feel more insecure about And I think, again, it's just about reframing it. I think women have often been pitted against each other as in like, oh, there's only certain spots for, you know, a certain group of women to be successful and we can't all be successful, but actually we can. And one successful woman only makes the path more open for another one. And I think also it's an opportunity for going to different friends for different types of advice. Like I have certain friends that are incredible at one thing and then other friends who are amazing at another thing and I think that's also so special realizing that you just have like this arsenal of of power in you you know like at your fingertips and I think female friendships have really made me realize how how powerful women really are 
And I also really value the depth of female friendships when they're true and when they're not, you know, surface level, superficial chat, which I feel like, again, we've, we've all kind of experienced. But when they're true, then I think female friendships are like no other because you're, you're sharing vulnerabilities, you're, you're talking about things that are really difficult to think about and, and talk about. And for me, female friendships have been an essential part to every bit of like my healing journey that I've had from like anything that's happened in my past or present. Like at one of the first steps was always to talk about it with one of my girlfriends. Okay, let me let me read through some of your other guys' comments. Um, yeah, one of you guys said how to avoid competition, jealousy, and along those lines here, struggles around jealousy towards successful friends, importance of being committed to their growth. Another one, I had a friend that used to compare herself to me and it was driving me crazy and same friend used to tell me she would fall into depression if I ever stopped talking with her. Yeah, sounds very... It all sounds like very similar to what I also experienced. So I feel like there are very common experiences. And it's just really sad. I feel like when, yeah, when one person's insecurities, and that's, again, I feel like I've been at the receiving end of it and of the giving end of it. You know, I've also been the one to compare myself. But in the kind of first instance, I was also the one, I think that she was comparing herself to. And in both instances, it's just so toxic and I think that's where it can go wrong and I think that's where it's so important that you either cut the relationship off however hard that may be and that can be in like a slow fade way that can be in a hard breakup way I've again kind of gone through both ends of the spectrum or your mindset has to change towards yourself and towards that other person because again I think sometimes I think often jealousy and the desire to compete is not a reflection on the other person. It's more so a reflection of what you want and what you feel like you're lacking in. It's it's more of a perception of, of yourself thing. Because I, I often feel that, like, I feel like when, when I'm happy and thriving in a different area, I really feel the desire to, for everyone else to also succeed in that area. And it's just so much easier to then be happy for other people's successes in, in that instance versus, you know, if you feel like you're lacking in a specific area and you see someone else conceding, it's so much easier to feel those feelings of jealousy, even if you don't want to. Like, I think jealousy is such a, like, it feels like such an ugly emotion to feel. But I, again, I think it's also about rephrasing it in terms of, why is where is that jealousy coming from and how can I use that feeling to show me what I actually maybe want and but also again in I think it's so important to realize that someone else's success is no reflection of you and both can exist at the same time like even in terms of beauty and you know comparing yourselves to other people's bodies or looks which again, I've, I've definitely also experienced. I think it's just important for us to realize that, you know, someone can be incredibly beautiful and so can you and those things can exist completely separate. It's all easier said than done. I, I'm very aware. Um, but I think that when we are able to realize it, 
that's when like our true power is able to step in and and when we are able to really take advantage of just the beauty of female friendships instead of having to see them as potential competition um someone else said how to make female friends early mid-20s I'm struggling first of all I feel like honestly it's super normal to be struggling with friendships and I think just so much changes in like your early to mid-20s like you'd be moving or you know you've probably changed a lot as a person so that might mean that other friendships might naturally fall away I think a lot of times we move places and that also filters out friends just naturally long distance friendships are really hard and it's impossible to have a long distance friendship with everyone you knew from your hometown so naturally again things will kind of evolve or, or fade in certain ways again I think what really helped me was just to find even one or two people you really click with and then you meet people through those friends and I really feel like like-minded people attract like-minded people and I've met the best friends of mine via people I met <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense um but even like Cara Michael I think I I don't know if I met Cara through Michael but he definitely like made us also get closer and again with like the the female friendship group I'm in now I met them all via one or the other person and it almost is like a fail safe for meeting someone that you do click with it's like because so I think that's honestly it you don't have to you know strive for meeting a whole French group at once because that's not how it's going to happen and I think these things really form over time and you have to let them take time and, and effort because again friendships like take work they they are not built overnight and I think that's another thing I've I've had to realize is that you really have to give them the time and you really have to spend time with people for connections to build and like trust to really form. Um, but yeah, I think it's just even, yeah, meeting one person you click with can be enough and then asking them if you can come along to certain things or, you know, take say yes to invitations. And I think also say say yes to different types of invitations. And I also feel like now the internet is a really, really practical place where like you can find smaller creators on Instagram or like some like accounts that you really relate to and you can just ask them out for a coffee and maybe they say yes maybe they say no either way and, it, and then you could meet them and, and it doesn't go well but chances are it does go well and then you've you've met another completely random person but that could be a new friend so I also feel like making use of platforms that you have I've also heard that Bumble BFF is actually supposed to be really good my cousins met like her closest friends on there and I have another friend of mine who, especially if you're moving to a new city, I know that she moved to New York and she was using it and she made incredible friends on there as well. So I think, again, make use of the tools you have or like join specific groups and then just don't be scared to approach someone that you think is interesting and that you think you might want to meet up. And again, there's just it's not much to lose because worst case, it doesn't go well and then you can just not see them again <laughs> or like not meet up with them again and um work and uni is obviously probably like the easiest link but I've also done it before with work just to message someone be like oh do you like would you want to grab a coffee or going for drinks with colleagues after work is also a really good way to kind of break the barrier a little bit between work and and like normal day-to-day -day life and all I'd say is it really only takes that one person that can introduce you to some some other amazing people and, and that's really like all you need and also quality over quantity like 
I think what I used to do was stretch myself a lot more thin and see like I don't know five to six different friends in a week but I didn't really feel like I had a home in my friendships and I didn't really feel incredibly secure in maybe any of them and I think what I've done recently is focus a little bit more on fewer friendships but friendships that I know are really important to me equally I think that's maybe meant that I've not been like the best at communicating with other like long distance friends and I think that's something that I need to get better at to be honest and that's a whole other episode in itself like long distance friendships or I think it's also easy to get sucked into like group dynamics and I've definitely not been the best at messaging people back and I really feel bad for that because I don't want to be that friend that then like after a couple months like hi (laughs) how have you been I'm so sorry I'm such a bad friend like I haven't replied and that honestly has been me um which I feel again honestly really bad for because I feel like it's not a good move and it's not someone who I want to be and it's just again such a fine balancing act of how much time can you spend on your phone and you know spend time communicating with people virtually another person said a lot of female friendships never last with me which again I think it's it's interesting I think it's maybe maybe just means that you just haven't met the right people yet and when you do meet the right people they will stick around but I also think there's something to be said for different times in your life maybe attracting different people and it doesn't mean that they've failed or you know that there's anything wrong with those relationships it maybe just means that you know those relationships were only meant to be there for you for a specific amount of time and I think most of you guys writing in are still very young like same as me you know we're like so young in the grand scheme of life so I think sometimes you also only meet friends later in life that are the ones who will then stick around because you know yourself better. And I feel like the relationships I'm making now, they feel so much more true and genuine, often like a lot quicker because I already know a bit more who I am and who I want to be attracting into my life. And this is really sweet. There's some really, really sweet, like just comments from you guys the best thing ever don't know what I do without my girls bring so much light and happiness into life and sometimes female friendships are so deep and fulfilling it feels better than the idea of a relationship I think that women need to be around other women it's an instant serotonin boost and I think that's really really beautiful because I think it's also so true like there's certain joys and like certain feelings of just yeah just unfiltered joy that you only get from like being silly with your girls and like having stupid little conversations and appreciating dumb little things that make you happy like when we were like vintage shopping or sitting by the canal eating our pastries like it's just beautiful or even just you know living living with girls and going for you know walks and talking about things like there's honestly nothing quite like it if it's true friendships if it's the right friends and this is interesting thoughts about friendships that are being replaced with new ones the old gets forgotten oh wait no I actually wanted to say something about the other term in terms of like that sometimes it feels like female friendships can feel better than the idea of a relationship and because there was something really similar that was or along a similar line of thought that was submitted which is 
Is there a clear difference between a deep friendship and a relationship or is it just society setting a clear distinction between them to make it easier? Because the love I feel for my girls is just so strong. There's basically nothing I wouldn't do for them. In brackets, for some, from someone who hasn't been in a relationship. And I think that's really interesting, actually. Because I do feel like real friendship teaches you what real love should be like. And if, like, the, the person that said it first, like, the, you know, that sometimes it feels better. Actually, oh, this is the same person. That, yeah, it feels better than the idea of a relationship is probably just because you haven't met the right person yet to be in a relationship with because your standards are as high as they should be because of your female friendships. I mean, I feel like for me, that is true. Friendship is like that same love and like you would honestly do anything for them. And I also feel like you can only feel that with like a certain group, like, a you know, a small amount of people. But I think that female friendships, and we were talking about this in Paris, that female friendships have probably taught us more about love than our dating experiences ever could and ever did I think same with like family experiences you know similarly friendships really impact your perception of how you should be treated and the perception of that feeling of safety and that feeling of love I found this on the trip as well I I've had trips before where I felt like oh I couldn't I can't I don't want to like leave the room or I don't want to be missing out on a conversation or you know all of that and actually on this trip I felt really free and safe like I I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything if I maybe wasn't there or if I was like I, I had a couple of hours where I was like reading my book or I went on a little solo walk to get um, my new perfume which was very exciting um and I also like went on a bit of a solo date like I took myself out for like a wine um one evening when like the girls were still just like not ready to leave the house yet and I just I didn't feel that pang of like FOMO, you know, I just felt very safe. And I think that's also a sign of, again, that safety of what you should be feeling in a romantic relationship. I mean, for me, I do think romantic relationships, I think it's a different type of love. But again, I think it's, it's maybe also, I wonder like how much of it is, is also society. But for me, it does feel like a, a different type of partnership that you've decided because it's almost like you're investing in your future together, like with your romantic partner, because you're like, we are building a family or we're going to build a family together. You know, it's like, it's you who I've decided to kind of build my life together with. And I think friendships are so incredibly important. I think they're the, I think they're a foundation almost like for your personality and like happiness and stability where I think romantic love can't fulfill everything that female friendships give you, to be honest, because I think, again, you get so many different types of personalities and different types of validation for like your emotions or feelings through friendships that like one single person as like your, your romantic partner could ever fulfill. Um, but it, this, this is an interesting topic, I think. And I also think that also like a relationship, obviously there's like attraction that comes with the other person and like the you know, the chemistry. I think a lot of love and like relationships, romantic, are, are chemistry and like biologically being attracted to someone and almost like having declared them like your mate. I mean, I don't know much about biology, but that's what it almost feels like. It feels like a something more undeniable and almost you can, you can fight against it less, like the romantic attraction versus I think friendships 
again, I think you often just click with someone instantly, but I think it's also more so they're built upon true commitment and work on like getting to know the other person, which, which almost like in a way just makes them so much, yeah, they just makes them so special. I don't want to say more special because I think true romantic connection is also, it's just, they, they're not comparable. I think they're just separate things. And I think one, like, I think my life, I know my life would be so much emptier and less meaningful if I didn't have my female friendships. Same goes for like, if I didn't have my relationship, but I really think the f- the friendships are such a foundation. And that's why it's so important to not let them go when you get into a relationship, which I know is also sometimes like difficult because you're like so infatuated with another person. And now I'm realizing that I'm I'm already speaking for quite a long time. I want to see, um, oh, I wanted to respond to the other one. Thoughts of, of friendships that are being replaced with new ones, the old gets forgotten. I, I don't feel like friendships ever get forgotten. Like, I think every single friendship leaves some sort of mark on you within your past. past and then maybe, why did I say past in such a weird way? Um, but yeah, I feel like they all just become like little building blocks to like who you are then and and all of your past memories, even though you might not be able to distinguish and pick them apart now, will have an impact on how you view friendships or how you go about life. And it may even be like just liking one specific thing or a specific scent or whatever it is, but it's it's often related to like friendships past. And even the ones that were toxic and even the ones that almost like leave a sour taste in your mouth or where they, you know, didn't end well, those are also just like experiences that then teach you what you know you deserve in the future or also maybe how how you should treat people better in the future and how you should have you know acted a certain way so I feel like friendships even though it might not be consciously will like subconsciously never be forgotten as with any relationship that is kind of impactful and I think new friendships coming into your life is also just yeah, it's like the river. I don't want to say something really like cringe, but it, I think it's just like the flow of how life goes is that new people will come into your life and, and certain people might drift out of it or in and out of it. But that's also a reflection of just life's new current and like where you're currently at with your life. And often I think you, I can see like my own values and my own stage of life reflected in the friends that I'm choosing to surround myself with, which I think is really interesting and also really beautiful. And I think that's also like something that I relate to a lot with like my my friends in London is that we're all at such a similar stage, stages in our life. And it means that we go through a lot of like similar struggles. And that's also really cool to to connect in. And I'm sure I'll have new friendships that enter my life for different stages of my life like whether it's moving to a different country whether it's entering a new phase in my life like I mean this is way later on but like even becoming a parent I feel like you'd you'd maybe attract some new friendships into your life because if you know your other friends don't have kids yet because it's like you know you you need people to relate to I think in a lot of ways and and that's what like keeps you sane because you're like I'm not alone in this like I can talk about this with people and it's also like just around people who understand your experience within society and maybe that's also that can be sometimes less about gender and more just about yeah your experience and things and I think often yeah women have been able to relate to to certain experience in my life more than than men have in short I think I probably should wrap this up because I've been (laughs) speaking for for quite a long time 
Um, but let me see if, if any of the others I can still read out. Um, someone said, when men mistake close friendships for something more because female friendships are so intimate and men aren't used to it. Yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> I, I agree, female friendships are so intimate. And I think often almost like they come with a lot of physical love and touch. And I feel very privileged that I think women are able to express that potentially more freely than male friendships. I do have a beautiful example of a male friendship in like our friendship group and they are very like also physically close with each other and like hug a lot and they they they've kissed as well and it's really beautiful to see because I think so often like men don't feel like they can express their friendship love in that way. Someone's also said female friendships where they've low-key judged you and what you're doing behind your back. Um yeah, that's definitely that's so awful and that's not what friendships should be like and I think that's definitely a sign if you feel judged I think that's the last thing that friendships should do and I think that's exactly what friendship is about is like accepting you as you are and you know that's also something that romantic relationships are kind of different in because I think you can I mean also romantic relationships are obviously very or should be very accepting and not judgmental but I think often female friendships are also there for you or they have been for example when I've like when I cheated on my ex, that was obviously an awful thing to do. And But the people who were there for me in that time were my female friends who were obviously able to tell me, like, you made a mistake, what you did was wrong, but are still able to, I guess, like, see me for who I am and still be able to be there for me as a friend and still treat me with, like, love. And I think that's also so special and where you need your friends, to be honest, is, like celebrate your highs but also um, be there for you in your lows and if someone's judging you they are not they are not the right friend and you should let them go um and yeah I think I'm gonna end it there because again I've been speaking for quite a long time already but I yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode and, and maybe you've been able to relate to some of the things I've said I hope the audio quality isn't too bad I'm recording on my phone I probably should have said that at the beginning um because again I'm, I'm in Italy I'm not in in London right now but yeah I hope you've still enjoyed it I hope this wasn't too rambly I'm really sorry I didn't like prep more for it and I hope that um it wasn't all complete uh, bullshit of what I was saying <laughs> um but yeah uh most of all most of all is that a proper English language word probably not Above all, sounds really formal, above all, I hope that you are doing well and that, yeah, you're having a good day, a good week. I'm sending you lots of love. Speak to you next week. Bye.